Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Teen Time on Radio Three. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. A few weeks ago on the Science Blog, I mentioned that laughter is one of the most common languages around the world, even if we are not totally sure why we laugh. But now, some scientists are claiming that laughter can be as good for your body as jogging. Researchers from Loma Linda University in California suggest that a good laugh can lower blood pressure, reduce stress, and boost the immune system in much the same way as exercise does. Volunteers who watched just 20 minutes of comedy TV programs per day saw a dramatic drop in stress hormones, blood pressure, and cholesterol. The so-called laughter size could also be important to the elderly, who may find it hard to perform more physical activities. It is a common belief in many cultures over the centuries that laughing is good medicine, and now that might have been proven. In science, we generally believe that the more tests we do, the more experimentation that goes on, and the more research that is done, the more we will find out. And whilst that is still true, sometimes we still can't find the answer to why. Multiple sclerosis, or MS, is an inflammatory disease of the central nervous system—that's the brain and spinal cord. Many scientists had thought that this was a genetic disease, but new tests seem to doubt that. A study was done into several sets of identical twins, and so if it was a genetic condition, then it would affect both twins in the same way. But in all the experiments, only one of the two twins contracted the disease. So, although many scientists still believe that MS is genetic and not the environmental condition that brings on the disease, the specific reasons are still a long way off from being understood. Long-term sustainable fusion power is still a big hope in reducing our planet's dependence on fossil fuels. But the science of fusing together hydrogen isotopes into helium and then releasing huge energy as a result is still a commercial dream. One fusion reactor is being built in France at the moment, but another one has just been given the go-ahead in Russia. It will be a much smaller project and will be a collaboration between Italy and Russia. But the more practical research there is on fusion power, then the more likely it can be made to work. Although the process of fusion has been achieved, it has been hard to control, and currently more energy is needed to make the reaction happen than is released in the process. So the ultimate goal of making the fusion process self-sustaining is still the aim. One of the basic principles for reproduction in animals is that you take a male, a female, they mate, and they make a baby. It's the way that species continue, and the constant mixing of male and female genes through many generations ensures that the species continues to develop and diversify. 
it wouldn't make sense for offspring to be just a clone of one parent for a species to thrive. But in a surprising new discovery, one of the most successful species ever has been seen to give birth without any input from the male. Sharks have been around on our planet for hundreds of millions of years, and they have now been seen to occasionally show parthenogenesis. That's when females' eggs start dividing without being fertilized, leading to a so-called virgin birth of a baby shark. It doesn't happen all the time, but has been seen by marine biologists. Several shark species live in single-sex groups, and so perhaps switching from sexual to asexual reproduction might have helped these ancient creatures survive so long. There's an interesting new green train running through a part of the United States at the moment. The Heartland Flyer train travels between Oklahoma City and Fort Worth using a special biodiesel fuel partly made from cows. The fuel mixes 80% regular diesel with 20% beef byproducts and cuts emissions by around 10%, along with not using so much fossil fuels. In theory, the train could run on 100% biofuel from cows, but the train company plans to start with a small percentage and then increase the level when it can see how effective the fuel is. The special train will run for the next 12 months, and then the results will be studied to see if the different fuel affected the mechanics of the train. Then, if it's successful, the cow fuel might be used on other trains around the United States. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. Read it back again on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you next week for more. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.